I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down, the better I like Vancouver town. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Places, where we tell you the fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, that you must not miss. Uh, it's, a sun, it's a rainy Sunday afternoon. I'm switching it up and drinking beer, not wine. I know Dave's sticking to the wine. Graham? And I'm, I'm working on the carbonated water. And I've just oh. got, some, I've just got a, uh, some warm, hot water mixed with honey. Uh-huh. So a that's clue. a lead-in. That's a fantastic lead into what we're talking about. It lubricates my vocal cords and makes me more uh, sound more uh, humi- more um, mellifluous. Wow! And sweet. Word and of the sweet. day: Do you yeah. do you want to talk more about honey, Dave? Is that what we're going to do today? <laughs> I took that as a yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Um, May the twentieth every year is declared by the United Nations. You've heard of the United Nations, Mike. I've, yeah, I've heard of it once. Price, they're up and coming, right? They're really making yes. a name for themselves. They uh, set the agenda globally. And every May the 20th, every year, May the 20th is um, the World Honeybee Day. Yeah. So they've, 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 they've declared that day the day the entire world should stop and appreciates the bee. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so now... This episode is going to run a couple of like a week after that, but that's okay. I mean, we're not. That's why we're talking. We're going to talk about bees. And Graham, what chapter in the book is the, uh, is the honeybee center? Chapter fifty, Dave. Right, slap dash in the middle. Like smack dab. Smack in the dab. Minus five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, Graham and I, wrote a book about a year ago um, called "111 Places in Vancouver That You Must Not Miss." And right, smack dab in the middle is the honeybee center. Yeah, and um, and it's World Bee Day, or it was last 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 Thursday, and so that's that's very relevant. So let's talk about it. Well, and, and not only that, Dave, you're being modest mm-hmm. uh, and characteristically modest, I should say. Uncharacteristically, that's enough about you. Let's but, talk about me. <laughs> but you're also a beekeeper, right? Are you not? I have been keeping bees for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to use this as an opportunity to uh, promote your other book as well? Well, now that you've asked, uh, yeah. <laughs> who be it me to deny our podcast listeners the knowledge that I have another book called Show Me the Honey, Adventures of an Ap- Accidental Apiarist, which took me two and a half years to write, took a year to find a publisher, then the publisher had it for about a year, and then we just timed it beautifully. It came out, it came out on March the 12th and March the 13th of 2020, we had COVID. So this book, um, you know, it's a, it's a great book. I love it. I think it's a great book. You know, anyways, it's, it's my well, book. I enjoyed it, Dave. I, I, actually, I actually read it. I actually read it, I mean, it I, not, I not only just bought it to, to make you happy, I actually read it, too. Yeah, yeah. There's some and, funny stories. Yeah, thank you. And then the, yeah. the publisher said, we've got a, this has never happened. We got an email from the New York Times. They'd like another copy. And I said, they must have a, a door that has a draft coming in. They need a book to hold the door open. So send them mine. And what else would they want it for? And they wrote a freaking review on it. And that's uh, the underdog story. So once the um, once the New York Times reviewed it, happy days were here again in, in the midst of COVID. So advice number one, don't publish a book in the midst of COVID. Advice number two, send a copy to the New York Times. They might you never know. You never know. Yeah, so they were just buzzing, I understand. They were buzzing. Yep. Yep. 
wonder how many D puns we're going to get in. So Dave, you are, you are a real uh, expert on this subject. I am a self-deprecating beekeeper that has made every mistake in the book. And, um, but I want to let people know, I don't want to talk about my book and about me and bees. There's a cool place out in Surrey called the honeybee center. Yeah. They it's have, Surrey. I'm just going to right? tell the address here, Dave, just to get that uh, taken care of. 7480, 7480, 176th street in Surrey. Okay. So Dave, we, we listened to your and Graham's and Mike podcast. We don't know where to begin. We'll go out there. You're going to see a, a live hive that they have that you can see the different frames and watch the bees interact with one another between the different levels. You're going to have an opportunity to taste every kind of honey known to mankind. There's a restaurant that serves things made out of honey. Ooh. When it comes to bees, the bee center in Surrey is, is, is worth a visit. Yeah. You know, the thing is, I'm just thinking about it, like you're saying, every kind of honey. It, honey it's a little bit like wine. You know, yes, it, it, when you. you say, yes. oh, go drink some wine. Wine is nice. Well, I mean, that's just a category. Right. And it's it's uh, people, I think, maybe get used to going to the local grocery store. And you just get some honey and it, all the honey tastes the same. But once you get into the, you know, the actual the, the, the full variety of honey, it's really it's something else. Well, I mean, I, well, for, for cooking and for drinks or for mixing with other, other we're things. We're just eating on its own. I, I don't want to, mm-hmm. Dave, I don't want to you know build your ego up even more in this episode than it already <laughs> is. But I will say that, so Dave actually gave, I have, I've, Dave has paid me in honey for jobs that I've done for him in the past, which is not untrue, actually. And I've called you honey a couple of times, but let's not go through that. Oh, behave. <laughs> or should I say, oh, behive. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> but Dave, ahead, I, Dave, you actually gave me one that you made on your houseboat that was vastly different than the other ones. And I still, that one just tastes unreal. And I had no idea that honey could taste that different. Well, I, I yeah. think I had a, a, a bottle of that particular batch too, Mike, because I, I remember oh, being absolutely. It was my finest. Yeah, it was. I, was it that was, the award winning uh, one? That changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm not sure which batch I gave you honey mike or you honey Graham, because i've been known to call you both honey when i'm trying to sweeten you up but um do either just to, to get it back on topic do either of you know how far a bee could fly like so let's say i keep a, a hive in the back of oh. my home like i do and I like bee, I you both you both read the, book. read the book and i should know oh that. you yeah. you, know, you didn't you say there was going to be a test yeah, yeah. Do you remember although i know how you handle tests because <laughs> yeah. i read the book <laughs> you remember the Evelyn Wood speed reading course where, you know, you could read real quick, but you retain nothing. I think yeah. you've retained nothing of my book. How far can it be fly? 100,000 kilometers. Three. Yes, five, they go three kilometers. times around the world before they come back. So they go to Mars five and back. Kilometers. Five kilometers. Graham or Mike. 15 yes, kilometers. Five kilometers. Five kilometers. Okay. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah. So the that was pure luck. He, right, do you get a jar of honey for that? I hope so. I'll nope. take it. He's no. You know what? Mike wanted to make candles, so he asked me for all the the byproduct of a beehive. Right. We'll give a byproduct of pollen, of wax, a byproduct of royal jelly, and honey is another byproduct of a beehive. And mm. Mike wanted to do candles, so I don't. I think I gave you the the the, the byproduct of wax a year and a half ago. Have you made a candle yet? Uh, no, but I did make beeswax um, wraps. Actually, oh, you did. I okay. did. They didn't turn out great, and then I ruined my kitchen in the process. And I have Get not ready. tried it yeah, again. Yeah. You know, I, I had a I had a, I had a thought a while that ago great. about um, mustache wax. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, do you, what do you do? You mix a little like paraffin, you mix paraffin in with it? Is that what you do? I don't know. You, you mix something in with, uh, with the there wax. There's something I mix. Mike has made the, uh, instead of using saran wrap or aluminum foil, 
you get a kind of a cloth, a cheesecloth, yeah, wax on it, and then you can reuse it. It's more natural. Yeah, you have to add like jojoba oil or something like that. You have to add this like resin stuff to it. I'm completely butchering all these names, but yeah, you have to add all these things. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it, but I did ruin my kitchen in the process. Well, I asked you how far a bee could fly because the taste of the honey will be reflective of the five mile radius of where the hive is. So where I moor my float home on the Fraser River, um, you know, there are potato crops behind me. Okay, interesting. There's blueberry crops. And then in front of me, there's a deserted island, Elliot Island, and it has, you know, a whole bunch of plants and, and flowers. So my honey from the float home is a different flavor than if you bought some from somebody that lived in Langley. Now, um, in our beekeeping, we sometimes move the hives to an area where there's only one plant. And in the book, I talk about um, fireweed honey, which is, the, which is really like the filet mignon of honey. Mm-hmm. And after a forestry company denudes the side of a mountain of trees, the first crop to grow back is fireweed. And oh. so at the, at the end of the summer, we move our beehives up to the side of a mountain, you know, 100 kilometers outside of Vancouver or Victoria and leave them there. Now, one problem bears. So we put an electric fence around the, um, the honey hives and uh, the, the bees forage like they always do. They go five kilometers. But there's only one plant, fireweed, for five, as far as the eye can see. Mm. And that is is really sought after. And you can get a lot of money per pound for that honey. So and where can you buy it? Like as a consumer, if you're just like, I don't want to make market. it. I just Every, in farmers, Ladner, market. farmers markets in Ladner, we have one four times a year. Farmers market at Granville Island. When you go to, I hate to say this, I don't want to put them down. But when you go to Costco or Walmart, the honey you're getting comes from Brazil or China. And it's cut with, with um, corn syrup and extenders and starch. Yeah. And the, the original honey that's cut, the bees might not get that close to flowers. They go to big pots of sugar. And they, there's a lot right. of monkey business going on with honey. So mm. you go to the, the, the honey. This is what we're talking about. Chapter honey bee center. The honey bee center. Yeah. Chapter we're that, yeah. And they have their suppliers are people that's, you know, run little hobby, op, hobby farms, hobby operations like mine. Mm. And it'll cost more. It might cost you 15 or 20 bucks a pound. And at Costco, it's nine. But when you taste the difference, oh, man. So if you want to learn about bees, if you want to get good honey, if you want to see them, the Honey Bee Center in Surrey has an educational program. It's a big kind of open farm, a couple of outbuildings. And then on Main Street, they have the Honey Shop, S-H-O-P-P-E, where they sell. It's kind of like wine. Like you could become a honey snob. And you could say, well, this was has the tapoir of blueberries, and this has the aftertaste. Is there, of- is there a word for somebody who's an expert on honey tasting? Not not making, you know but tasting. Well, making is an apiarist, and tasting, I don't, you know what? Because if you're an expert on wine, you're an enophile. Oh. Did you I know you're a sommelier has a degree or certification to, you know, I compare wines. I work in the most expensive restaurant, but an enophile is somebody interested in wine. I don't think there is a word for um, maybe just a honey gourmet, a honey gourmet, honey gourmet. Like you are, you are into gin. You like the taste of gin. I do you're like gin. Yeah. So you're a genius. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's right. Yes. A quick Google. Looks up uh, honey sommelier. That is. Oh, that's um, what it is, really. Um, probably generally, the world sommelier means an expert in a particular area of um, cuisine. Yeah, yeah. But now, Dave, did I hear or did you tell me one time that um, the number of bees are declining in, in in the province? Yeah, I mean, in the world, we have. First of all, Einstein has said that once the bees die off, mankind will die off three or four years later. Mm. Of 
all the crops in the world, you know, there's about 30 or 40% that we eat that bees pollinate. If they didn't pollinate them, they'd die. So bees play a huge role in our, um, in our food chain. But there's something called colony collapse disorder. And every year, inexplicably, more hives are dying. And for a hobby beekeeper like me, half of the hives that I keep and get up and going won't make it through the winter. They'll be The bees will all be dead the following year, and they're supposed to survive over the winter. And um, this colony collapse disorder is because of air pollution, because of monoculture. The way we farm nowadays, bees don't like just one crop. But, you know, the farming in Ladner, for instance, is all potatoes for as far as the eye can see. Uh, radio waves in the air. This is controversial, whether or not listening to FM radio or your cell phone or your really? Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, they're so finely tuned. Um, the farming process has something called neonicotinoids, which are which are a pesticide that bees hate. Climate change. Uh, I could go on and on. Hmm. There's eight or nine reasons. And the really interesting one is something called the Varroa mite, which is a vampire bug that um, sucks the blood out of them that didn't exist in North America 20 years ago. And when you take the mites, you take all these other invaders like uh, bears and skunks and ants and wasps, mix them in with what I just told you, it's tough being a bee nowadays. Okay, so um, go to the Honeybee Center and uh, out there, you know, you'll learn about bees. You'll see um, bee uh, interpretive displays. You'll be able to taste the different kinds of honey. You'll walk away with a couple of jars. And uh, and don't forget to buy my book. Show me the honey. By well, <laughs> Published by Touchwood Editions, available on Amazon and at all fine bookstores for twenty five point yes. five. And I can well, also I was just going to say that if people really like hearing your voice, Dave, don't you have an audiobook version? I do, and uh, that's a complete other story. It took me five full days to record it, and then at the end of it all, I said, "Well, I guess that's it." And he says, "No, you got to come back in next Wednesday to do the edits." And I go, "What are you talking about?" He says, "The average audiobook." When you read an audiobook, it, uh, it takes you about five full days. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I knew I might have made a mistake or two, but he says, and I said, what do you mean the mistakes? Because we, we caught them along the way, didn't we? And the producer in there, and we were listening and always rolling it back. And he goes, yeah, we caught them along the way, but somebody's going to listen to the whole book against every word, and we'll have four to 500 mistakes that you made. And you know what? I made four to 500 mistakes. Four, four, like what? Like what kind of a mistake? What counts like, as a mistake? Saying, I can't believe he made a mistake. Instead of saying they are, you go there. And instead of saying, you know, oh. we are, you go, we're, you know, and and then you dropped a word or you mispronounced a word. And um, it was a cool experience. I mean, audiobooks mm. got to be perfect, but they take a lot of time. Anyways, Mike's giving us the big uh, sting single signal. Right. Happy B-Day. And um, anything else that you guys want to, Mike usually asks this, but Graham. Oh, else? yeah. Dave, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free. Mike's, know, Mike's union. Mike's union is telling him that I telling me that I can't say that. Go ahead. Mike, no, go ahead. It. I know. I really want to hear it. No, you do it much better. Say, ask. <laughs> I suppose there's anything else we want to say. Final thoughts on the bee center <laughs> slash the honey shop. I've already given you my final thoughts, Graham. Graham? After all, after all, that, what a setup. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a final thought. <laughs> So go, no to the, go, go to the bee, what, sorry, what, honey center, sorry, what was it called? The honey, the honey shop on Maine or the, the honey, honey bee center in Surrey. And the honey yeah. bee center in Surrey. So like you said, go out there, check it out, learn more about bees, grab some honey. Like I, I, I said to these guys before, honey is a great gift. I've done that a bunch of times for people and people really enjoy it. So grab that, grab Dave's book, learn more about uh, what Dave <laughs> does in his spare time when he's not making podcasts and uh but yeah make sure you head out to surrey to check out the honeybee center and the honey shop on main street right in the city of vancouver but always as 
I always say, make sure you come back next week for another episode of Vancouver Places, where we tell you the fun, interesting stories about Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the area that you must not miss. See you next week. Bye.